Welcome to Extra Credits. Muggo, what are we talking about today? Uh, so we are going to episode nine of The Last Dance. Again, title is episode nine. I was going to give you guys a chance to title this if you want, or I can say my opinion. What would you guys call this episode? Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. Okay. So we're doing episodes. I'll say the rise of Kerr or the flu episode because we're going to talk about it, right? Oh, the flu. Yeah. The flu. Yeah. The flu. Yeah. Um, the Kerr it, flu. I, I didn't. I didn't like the opening. It starts off having uh, Reggie Miller and Jordan like in a little tiff in a '93 game, um, and then it kind of goes to their series in '98. But uh, it talks about how Reggie Miller said this guy was one of the best trash talkers of all time, and he starts reminiscing of a time when he kind of gave it to him one half. And uh, basically, Jordan felt that, or, or whatever it was, and then, and the second half got the best. Of me. He said he'll always remember it. But uh, I see where it's going when it talks about this, um, because it does. This whole episode concentrates on the '98 Eastern Conference Finals that the Bulls have with the Pacers. Alan, ba- back me up. They said this is the first time that these two teams ever saw each other in the playoffs. Is that true? In '98, I, I have a hard. I mean, I know that they met obviously in the east of like regular season but in the playoffs is the first time the pacers and the bulls ever met mm-hmm. yes okay. yeah so and which is ironic because jordan came in the league in 84 goes against magic larry bird all those things larry bird's the coach of this team and they had a squad they had uh mark jackson which we know he has his ties to the golden state warriors they had Chris Mullen, Reggie Miller, and Jalen Rose. There was others. Those are just kind of the big names. So these guys were good. Bill Wellington actually says this is one of the hard, hardest series that he or the Bulls ever had to face. Um, I wanted to get your thoughts on this. I, I kind of disagree. I feel like I always remember the the, the Knicks, Bulls, or the Detroit Pistons, and other. I, I don't know. Like, was this one of the best or hardest series they ever had to go against? Was against the Pacers in the '98. I don't know. I think it was I, the Knicks. The Knicks. I remember John Starks and Jordan mm-hmm. at it, dude. And I remember, like, the Pistons. Jordan even says, besides the Pistons, but some of the other team members said this is, was, our, was our hardest series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know. but this was when the Pacers were coming up. So, like, in the early, mid-90s, they weren't as, they weren't as much of a threat. Uh, but Reggie Miller was getting better. Um, they were bringing in Jalen Rose, uh, Rick Smiths. Um, again, you said Mark Jackson, Jaylen, uh, I think I said Jalen Rose already, but you yeah. remember like they ended up even in the finals against the Lakers yeah. and that was a tough series and that's only two years later. So this was a team that was up and coming. So, yeah. And, and, and to kind of go forward and we're going to get into more of what you guys are talking about because it adds to it. Um, this is again in 98, Jordan received his fifth MVP after the game one win. So he had won MVP five times. Um, it starts showing highlights of the series um, they, not easily, but they won game one and game two. Uh, it does show him, after there are battles, shaking hands with Reggie Miller, saying, like, hey, this is going to be a battle. He got it. I just kind of, like, love how they have that, that like, whole relationship. Then they go to Indiana for game three and four, and basically it, it comes down to, like, free throws missing by Pippen. Reggie Miller got a three-point shot at the very end, and – so basically, it was a grind, and they're tied 2-2 now, right? So in yeah. the conference finals, everyone, if you're at the home court, you have the advantage, obviously. And then it timelines, again, like we talked about in the series, too, the, the, the year prior, the 97, against the Utah Jazz. 
this was a, a fun team to watch. I remember this team, Stockton, Bonacek, Carmelone, yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, it, again, we, we talk about this multiple times in this podcast or of the, of the whole documentary. Jordan always needed motivation. He claimed that in this series, again, this is 97, not 98, his main focus or motivation was that Malone got MVP that year. And he was like, I, 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 other than Brian Russell also talking crap to him when he was on his hiatus of retirement, he, he says that was enough motivation to prove to everyone, like, you shouldn't have given it to him. You should have given it to me. I, I don't know. What are you guys' thoughts on that? It's just, he, he, he just knew where to find motivation. I, it, it's not Malone's fault. He wasn't like, hey, I'm MVP. It was the whole league. I, I, it's kind of interesting that, like, that's what he, that's how he viewed it. Like, he, he had to be the best, and if someone or anyone said otherwise, he was going to use that as motivation. I, what do you guys think? It was like he had a theme every year. <laughs> it just seemed like yeah. it. Um, it. I mean, it was it was a repeat of uh, Barkley, right? When Barkley won the MVP, yeah. you know, that was one of his main motivations. So it just seemed like he always found like every single year was something that was going to get him over the top and just really take him to, you know, to win. So. Obviously, the Jazz, and we know what happens in 98. They don't win. I, I, I want to just go down the list of like people that I can think off the top of my head where if Jordan isn't in the league, all these Hall of Famers that would have run rings never won a ring. I mean, you've got Charles Barkley, you just said, Jose. Carl Malone, Carl. I, the entire Jazz team. John Stockton, Hornacek, all that stuff. Reggie Miller. Uh, Patrick, Patrick Ewing. Patrick I, I mean, Ewing. Guys, I honestly feel, and I would Clyde bet. Drexler. Clyde Drexler. If he doesn't take that two-year hiatus, does Hakeem Olajuwon even win one? I I, I don't know. You know like, no, no. There was, <laughs> there's probably at least 10 Hall of Famers that didn't get a ring because of it. Yeah. So mm. we're, we're now in the 97 season. Uh, it, they have to go into Utah. Jordan buzzer beater to the end of the game one and blows them out in game two. Um, but then they go to Utah and Jazz win both of the games. So now you have a game five, right? This is the famous game if, of my generation, in a sense. It's game five, series tied 2-2. Now this is when they're still going 2-3-2, two, two, right, Alan? Back me up on yes. that? Okay. Yeah. So I kind of like the 2-2-1-1-1, two, two, one, 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 but they're going 2-3-2, two, two, which I feel gives the lower seed kind of an advantage. You get three games at home. If you can still one at their place, but anyways, this is a big game. It's 2-2. Two and two, It's tied. Apparently, Jordan – Claims he got food poisoning. I have never heard of this other than this documentary. I always thought it was the flu. What are you guys' thoughts? Now, before you answer that, one of his trainers or the guy that was there saying they needed to get food the night before the game. They couldn't find anywhere. They find a place that would deliver. Five guys show up delivering pizza. Do you really think that someone in Utah knew that this was going to Jordan and there, or is this just Hollywooding this documentary? Guys, guys, guys. <laughs> Guys, yeah, I think somebody did something. I think somebody did something. It was a conspiracy. Really? No, 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 no. It, was a, it was a hit. It was a hit. Yeah. You got to let Kerwin talk. Why, why do you think that? I mean, I think, I think it was that crazy ass lady screaming all that shit in Utah. You know, the one that they focus on? <laughs> and, and they got to look behind to see who the hell's yelling. Like, that's what? her. She's, she's probably the one that sent the pizza up there. That crazy ass lady that they showed twice and she just won't oh, stop yeah, cussing yeah. at people. You honestly yeah. feel that someone's like, hey, they want at the Marriott or sh- wherever they're staying, 
uh, five pizzas. Oh, this is for Jordan. Let's food poison it because he's going to get it for the next game. I mean, come on, dude. No, I mean, look, I'm, I'm not saying this to be completely serious, but like, we, we know it's not the flu. You don't just wake up after playing, you know, really well and have the flu all of a sudden. Yeah. Like that's, not, that's not how it works. You, you can feel it coming on. You don't just wake up and have it. He got the poop. It could have it just been really bad, bad food. I mean, 2 a.m. pizza. I mean, who gets, know who that gets... that pizza was old and, you know, they were just like, all right, here you go. You're going to have our last whatever we got. Yeah. And it was I mean, who, who gets pizza in Utah? Like, you go to Utah for pizza? At, no. At 2 a.m. No, you go to and Utah, you get a snow cone. That's what you he get. Was, he was probably hungover, too. It was probably a mix. Yeah. There's also article. There's also theories that state that he was drinking the night before and he was hungover for that game. I, will I believe it. That's what they say in that, yeah. That well, he hey, was hungover. that just shows you how good he is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, okay, let's – regardless, whether it was food poisoning, hangover, or the flu – he was sick as balls. I mean, we have to agree with that. I, you even look at some shots that he is in the game. He's sweating. like He just looks lethargic. I even read that he was hooked up to an IV prior to the game. Let's just do some statistics, though. He played in 44 minutes, and he scored 38 points that game. They won 90-88. Now, let me even go further. That means he played in 92% of the minutes of that game, and 42% of the points were scored just by him. Yeah, kind of fucking impressive, man. I mean, regardless, yeah. whatever it was, like he still delivered on probably the most pivotal game of that season. I see so, what you did there. He he still delivered because it was a pizza. Yeah. That's pretty good. Thank you. Yes. There it is. Yeah, he put up a real sick performance that night. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. So, Sorry, Jose. I guess that joke flew over your head. <laughs> oh, my oh my god. god. <laughs> I don't even know if I, if I go on. I don't know. Okay. So what happens now is now they're out of games of two. And if you don't know what happens in game uh, six, you understand where they're going with this documentary. It starts to talk about the connection between Kerr and Jordan. Uh, basically, Jordan needed the guy to hit the shots just like John Paxson. Basically, Kerr is replacing John Paxson in the second three-peat that they're doing. And they had a connection. They both lost their father and I, I had no idea. Do you guys know anything about Kurt's father dying in 84 when he was in college? At no. The- I didn't know that until this documentary. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't know that either. And it, it's kind of like, hey, did you guys talk about it? He's like, we never once spoke about it. So, so it, weird. It's, it's kind of interesting. Um, so we go back to game seven now in the 97 finals. And basically it, it, it shows that Jordan was like, hey, like they're, they're going to double team me. The game is on the line at the time. I'm coming to you. Like get ready for it. And uh, – and and Kurt was like, all right, I'll be I'll be ready. I think that was kind of the moment, or not the moment, but knew that hey, Jordan trusts me. Game on the line, and basically Jordan gets double team, and Kurt nails that pass that basically, uh, sorry, nails that shot that takes him into the win, and all is history, you know. And I I, I don't know, it's it's kind of weird that like it's not Jordan doing it, it's Kurt, but it's like it's it's really like I, I want to say poetic in a sense. I, I don't know mm-hmm. what you think. No one. Uh, cool. I think it's a. I think it's a theme that Jordan. I mean, I think it was. It started when he won his first championship. That he he finally learned that it was a team game, and he had to pass when you know when when he got double team, and it really was not a good shot for him. He had to trust his teammates, and it just showed that it, it seemed like 
you know, Paxton had those big shots. Kerr had those big shots. Um, and it was just part of what he learned to do. Right. So even going forward, now we know they win their fifth championship. It times line to 98. So now – and it doesn't do really anything as far as to describe what happens in game five or six because they were two and two. So it's game seven, right? Game seven. And they're playing the Pacers, Eastern Conference Finals, trying to do the repeat, repeat. It shows Jordan's relationship with Gus, the, one of his security guys and all that stuff, and mm-hmm. bond recovery. That was kind of like his motivation. I want to win this for Gus. I, yeah. I want to bring up something that maybe you notice or whatnot. It shows the Pacers locker room. It shows Jordan before this very, very important game, Game 7, Eastern Conference Finals. And it's almost like it's so intense. Like, hey, this is their job, and look at what they're doing before. Like, I don't get into that zone before I go to work. I get a monster and I have something to eat, and I, I go. It, it, it's a different lifestyle. Did you guys at all notice it, how, like, there's, it's so much pressure of what these guys have to do. Like, I, I don't know if I would ever even want to go through that. I, I don't – I just – what are your thoughts on that if you guys want to talk? If not, I can go forward. But it's showing the prep for this game. Like, they are just so, like – in a different zone than I think I've ever been in my life. They're just killers, man. Like you got to have that killer mentality, dude. Like uh, it's, it's like we keep saying over and over each episode. It's like you, you, there is something that needs to be done. What are you going to do to do it? Everybody right. has their own play styles. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their own mentality, whatever it takes to, to get you to that point, you have to do it. Like, and just, just the, the awkward silence, the calm, <laughs> just the tension in the room is like crazy insane. So uh, like you said, man, that's a, that's a massive amount of pressure uh, to deal with, you know, especially being like the greatest team, you know, in existence at that time. It, it's, it takes a special type of person to like even endure that and like even succeed. And I think, I think they've, they've had some intense games too. And I think, I mean, you get, you know, one of two ways to react. You can either sit there and, you know, the jitters get the best of you, you start to panic or you find that zone that you get in so that you're prepared to go out there. And I feel like, you know, game after game, you kind of find that. I would imagine they find that. And then they just do that and that's how they do it, whether it's music or just sitting there in silence or whatever it is, you know. Yeah, they get in, yeah. That, they get in that avatar state. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it was kind of cool when, like, I guess you're just on a different level with uh, how Jordan was talking to the media during that episode and he goes, we will win game seven. Like, it's just like, dang man, like you're that confident. That's you. That's why you're the best that ever lived pretty much. (laughs) And you remember, and you remember Reggie saying that he was confident that they were going to win. And he was saying, this is what we're supposed to do. Like we, we, we had it set in our mind that we were going to send Michael into retirement. Like he said, like we were better. Yeah. It was, it was, it was an awesome series. So even going with – they start off the game seven. It's a dogfight. It's Indiana versus the Bulls. And I think Indiana kind of went up at the beginning. It goes yeah. back and forth. Uh, in the fourth quarter, they're down by three with six minutes to play. Again, this is why we call it the rise of Kerr because he, he – or I, I called it that, sorry. Uh, Kerr hits an important <laughs> shot that ties it up. And Jalen Rose says that they had to win a tip-off prior to that just to, like, make it salvageable. Then Kerr hits that. And because of that, Jalen Rose describes, I, I can't tell you, like, really what it's about, only if you were there, but, like, a jolt of lightning went through the building. And 
he, he talks about, this is a quote, that they were now a ninth grade JV team that had no shot at winning the game. Thought, yeah. <laughs> it, it was just, it was done. And he says, I thought we had the better team, but they just had the championship experience where mm-hmm. we had no shot. We had no shot to win. I, I mean. Everything just went downhill for them. For everything. They just. Yeah. I think. Ended up losing by six. I think yeah. basketball is, is the, is probably the most, like having home court advantage makes the most difference. Oh, yeah. Because the game is so fast that the momentum can change like that, and in a in a blink of a of a, of a eye, like in a minute, you can go. You know, it could be like an eight ten point swing. So I think in basketball, it just makes you that much more of a of a difference. Which is why timeouts are so crucial, Jose. Because like mm-hmm. something like that, you got to stop the bleeding. Hey, timeout. Yep. You got to regroup, and that's kind of the episode. But I want to end with one thing because it ends on. Again, I, I brought up Larry Bird as the head coach of the team at the time. Jordan has played against him, dream team with him. Now he's the head coach, and basically he starts talking trash to Larry Bird after he can – and it's just like that's how this guy was, man. Like he basically now you can go work on your golf game. <laughs> I, that's a mind yeah. I've ever seen it, dude. Like I, what do you guys think about that, dude? That was pretty awesome. I, I was fucking. I was laughing. I was you're laughing. Shit to the coach, man. Like in two indirect ways. Like here, you, now you don't have to play anymore. And I beat you on the golf course. Go work on your golf. And dude, that's yes. savage. That's savage. Yeah, I forgot Larry yep. Bird coached them for a second. He he coached them. I think into uh, 2000 when they played the Lakers in the championship. But that was never, last year. They never won, right? No, they lost. Yeah, yeah. they made it, and then they lost in six games. I think. Yeah. And he won coach of the year that year too, which is crazy. Larry Bird won coach of the year. And I think that might've been a driving force to, for Jordan to win. It, it probably was. It probably was. Yeah, Cause yeah. he won coach of the year for the Pacers that year. So and that's all I got this episode. Anyone got anything to say until we get to the final one of all time, the last dance. <gasps> no, I'm good, man. No. All right, man. All right. Well, cheers. All right. See all right, you guys. Guys. All right thank you. <laughs>